that is the record cover is a generic cover, but the record inside of it is Phil Collins Susudio. Remember one time we were uh, Susudio. Remember one time we were sponsored by Susudio. That's where they got the name. I know. That Phil Collins record. Remember that trash. Yeah. The, the Phil Collins headphones? record or the headphones? Those headphones aren't terrible, I don't guess. I didn't love them, but they're not terrible. I think you can get better for $85. Mm-hmm. Did it pick that up that our, uh, Do I? I just pulled a Corey and like pooted kind of loud. I was wondering if it picked it uh, up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, now that our discount code's no longer in effect and they didn't renew the sponsorship, you can get a lot better headphones for $85. Yeah, you can get these for eighty five dollars if I if you shop right. Yeah, I think I got mine for sixty. Yeah. Now, granted, whatever you're listening to matters. Uh, you wouldn't want these for um, listening to your Spotify playlist. Why not? Well, I mean, they're. Uh, I guess you're good. They're good. I most mean, people to- want. Most people like bass. You know what I mean? Most people want yeah. bass-heavy uh, headphones and speakers because they like that bass. Uh, these, yeah, these are for clarity, not for bass. These are, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I like them though. I like admit it. Like when you drive around in your car, like let's say you get your car from the dealership, what's the first thing on your radio that you crank up? The bass. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's true. Everybody does. There's not a person on this planet that doesn't notch it up at least one. Remember, remember when getting CD players and all that put into your car was a big thing, like Christmas uh, presents and all that. Dude, my first vehicle, I was excited to put a tape player in it because it just had an AM FM radio, and I went and I got a I got a tape player that had a, detach, a detachable face. That way, I could take the face off, put it in a little case, and carry it with me so that no one would steal my sweet tape deck. And I had a CD Discman, and I had a CD yeah. Discman with a tape that had a wire coming out of it. <laughs> yeah, popped in that bad boy. <laughs> that's what I had. I had all those things. I had the one where you you plug it in, and then you turn your radio station to a certain radio station. Yeah, yeah, and, the uh, transmitter. That was high tech. Yeah. That's like some sharper image stuff right there. Yeah, it was it was the worst connection possible. Speaking of worst connections, where'd you go? Oh, there you go. And then, Man, uh, I wrote some topics down. I apologize. I, I totally left them at my office. No worries. Uh, but anyway, point being is, is in college, post-2000, I had about three or four friends that... We're recording already, aren't we? Yeah. Golly. You should have told me that before I farted. <laughs> I told everybody I farted. That's like I'm going to do my image. That's... <laughs> Probably not a lot, huh? No, man, that's the wrong cut. It's pretty raw footage we're looking for, man. That's the content that makes us now, special. Go ahead, tell your story. I just had a <laughs> realization there. I don't know if that got on there or not. It was right around that time that we hit record. Yeah. Anyway, point being, three or four friends got dismant uh, CD players put in their cars. An independent woman by be uh, Destiny's Child. And break stuff by Limp Biscuit with what we christened them all with. And I've been doing that ever since. Yeah. 
Man, me, two songs we, that I we listen to different music. We really do. I just think I listen to more music than you do. Uh, How does the family have to like slam every door in this house? I don't know, man. I would be surprised if you listen to more music than me. Um, I think you just hang out in areas I don't hang out. Because I listen to a pretty wide range of Same here. stuff. I mean, it's just... I think our bases are different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, well, I, like, I, I uh, think your bass is more of a, a classic either country or rock. Yeah. I think what happened with me, I think what happened to me is like my wheelhouse, um, as far as like music I listened to when I was younger that influenced me the most was when I was in like middle school and, uh, just getting into high school. Uh, like I don't listen to hardly anything that I listened to while I was in high school anymore. Like all that alternative music or whatever that was going around at the time, like a bunch of copycat bands out there. You know, I, I remember, like, in 98, they had this thing called Rockfest, and the big deal was it was, like, Bush and No Doubt and all these, like, bands that were just huge at the time, and everybody was just going on and on about how great it was, and Matchbox 20, you know, all these bands that were either about to break or had already, like, just really exploded, and I remember being upset that I missed it, and now looking back, I'm like, I'm, I could care less about any of those bands, um, but... You're right. You know, a lot of the music I listened to when I was younger is a big deal to me. You, it's like high school and college. Like you would go back and just listen to nothing say, but that for the rest of your life. That concert you just described, I would go to today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's the difference. And then, and then of course, I started down a different path in college where I started um, looking for music I'd missed out on because uh, radio stations were limited. You know what I mean? Because for for me. If they didn't play it on a local station, or if it didn't come on CMT or MTV, we didn't even have MTV for a long time. We had, like, all these different... You'd be surprised how many janky music television, like, shows, or whatever you want to call them, stations there are out there. We had one that was called... I think... We had one that was called, like, More Music, and one that was called, like, Much Music, or something like that. Anyways, we had two different ones. One was just straight up an infomercial channel that played music and tried to get you to buy albums. Like, right. you would it would play nothing but Bob Seger for like a month, you know, which is great because I love Bob Seger. But you know, then it would be something else and it would like kind of suck. And then like it switched and it was like nothing but Rolling Stones and then it was nothing but the Beatles, which was you know if it was a cool band that they were showcasing and trying to sell albums for, it wasn't too bad because you got to see a lot of you know kind of. Uh, videos and things like that. The other one was like a Canadian rock station. So, I mean, you got a whole lot of that Canadian influence, like Creed and all that. It was like inundated with that kind of music. Creed's Canada? Like, no. pretty positive. Creed's uh, Florida. Nickelback's from Canada. You might, you might check, man, because I was thinking that Creed, the, dude, the lead singer from Creed was like from Canada. But yeah, there was a maybe. bunch of there was a bunch of those bands that came out of Canada back in the like ninety eight ninety nine era. They didn't last long, none of them, you know. But there's a lot of Canadian rock bands. Yeah, Tallahassee. 
Okay, well, now here's here's how I know that. The only reason I know that is because you know the because comedian. you got like a tattoo of that guy on your leg somewhere. Scott <laughs> yeah, Stapp across my back. <laughs> <clears throat> no, uh, but I did watch their concert at Woodstock '99, and it was pretty good. He looked hot though. He was wearing when I say hot. Really, you, you dug it? You like get into that kind of stuff? He <laughs> <laughs> looked. He looked like he was not enjoying the heat. The man yeah. wore jeans, and you remember those Skecher boots? Yeah. With the big old, like, wooden heels, and then a, a white, like, button-up shirt. Well, he was a real big fan of, uh, he, he liked to be as wet as possible. Like, any yeah. video, he always wanted it raining. And I remember the first time I just, like, really cracked up laughing and had to, like, quit taking the whole band serious. Because I'm not going to lie, man. I bought their first album, and I was, I was into them. Then I saw them live, and I was like, all right, I can't do this. But he shows up and he's got on, you know, like the tight, either leather or, or jean pants or whatever with like the chain wallet and the big boots uh-huh. and like a wife beater, like tank top type deal, you know, undershirt and then like the big, you know, steel ball necklace or whatever. Yep. And he's just like begging for water bottles from the audience so he can just dump them on his head while he sings. And he, he seriously, he like sang with one hand and dumped water on his face <laughs> with the other. And, uh. It, I was like, yeah, I man, this guy, guy just loves to pour water on us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess, I guess back then everybody was, uh, pretty, pretty hyped still about, you know, that Bush, uh, song that they played in the rain that one time and it got super popular. Glycerine. Yeah. Remember then that the one they, they were playing I live so. and it started raining and like everybody just thought that was like the most epic thing ever because oh, they talking, kept playing in the rain. Talking about a Woodstock. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, anyway. that Woodstock '99 might be the biggest like garbage collection. No, 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 no. Two thousand like, is maybe worst thing. Worst disagree. thing that ever happened. Woodstock '99 is better than the original. Hot <laughs> take. Put it on watch better, right now. Better than Jimi Hendrix talking to aliens with his guitar. You're crazy. <laughs> Wyclef John did that. <laughs> Wyclef John basically. Yeah, hey, gone until November. Anthem. I'll be gone until November. <laughs> Tell my baby, I'll be gone until November. He lit his guitar on fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. With with fire and a match, Jimmy lit it on fire with just Jimmy's essence. <laughs> There's a difference, man. Anyway, the reason I know Creed is from Tallahassee is I don't know if you've heard of the comedian Burt Kreischer. Uh, yeah, I, I know of him. I don't Big fat dude. Yeah, uh, you you talked about him a bunch. You said he's like the Van Wilder guy. He, he's yeah. Like, what a man based off of or something. Right, he's the one so. that never wears a shirt, right? Yeah. 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 So I don't know of him. I'm not out of the loop. I know what's up. Right. So he went to Florida State. That's where Van Wilder was based out of, but he went to Florida State. He started a band with members from Creed and quit mm-hmm. the band. Said these guys are terrible and they're going anywhere. And so he quit the kicked them all out of the band. Oh my god. <laughs> and then they formed formed Creed and went on so yeah. He makes a joke about it, how how well he uh, reads talent. So <laughs> it's yeah. pretty funny. There are a couple other examples he did. It was pretty good. Yeah. But, yeah. So we talked last week about uh, social media and all that. And I, I mean, I still haven't been on it that much, but I came across Corey's. My wife showed me Corey's post. Did you, you probably didn't see it. Mm-mm. 
It's pretty funny. So he just, and it's not really Corey being funny as much as the conversation below it that got mm-hmm. pretty funny. But he just yeah. puts in parentheses obligatory woke post. That's all he yeah. put, right? Yeah. And our friend Amanda, Chris's wife, mm-hmm. said Oblig- uh, obligatory comment of solidarity with undertones of self congratulations on our mutual wokeness. <laughs> And then our buddy Chris McKnight, who's been on here, goes dissenting viewpoints. And so and it just turned into a bunch of that. Yeah, it turns into this. So then, longtime Dude Chain fan, uh, Aaron Austin, goes obligatory nod of approval, even though I don't know what's going on. And then some other dude goes trolling comment with a post from an article six years ago that has already been proved to be false. Then another dude goes, why don't you support veterans? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even mask it. Just yeah, said it. Just said it. And then someone goes, picture of a man eating an oversized pop- portion of popcorn while seated in chair, inferring that I, I am present for the arousing argument that will soon begin. And then the next guy goes, not woke enough, consider yourself canceled. And then... uh some dude just comes in with with trolling, and uh, some guy posts something that I have no clue what he's saying. Just a bunch of letters, literally just a bunch of letters. Yeah. Um. Obligatory name calling because I don't agree with you. Obligatory comment making point using made up non factual percentages. I saw in a meme made by a cop one time. And the next guy, I'd like to insert an ad hominem argument and an obligatory correction of grammar. <laughs> and, and so... You had a little high tone a couple times, man. Watch out. But as I was reading this, I was telling my wife, it's like, this is typically, as a troll expert on the matter, uh-huh. this is a basic Twitter conversation. Oh, yeah. I mean, this yeah. is... I mean, this is they're, I mean, everybody plays verbatim. their part. Everybody yeah. plays their part. Yeah, yeah. almost verbatim. It, but it, I it's it's become it's it's become just cliche, just absolute yeah. cliche. Like no one's doing anything original anymore. And and I think that's what was the big draw to, to social media for a long time was it was entertaining because it was this new medium and people were doing some stuff with it and these jokes started coming out, but then people or these arguments start coming and, you know, people like came up with ways to use it. And then everybody just kind of does what people do. They, they jump into, they become whatever they, you know, whatever cliche fits them the best. They just jump. Well, into and it. that's, and, and you're right. And that's, and we've talked about this before, but people, if, if people would try a little harder at, instead of trying to be something, that they think they're supposed to be and just be themselves, they'd be a lot more original. Well, if they just, yeah, if they be themselves, they'd also get more attention. Yeah. They, you know, attention, Dave Portnoy is? Hey, attention's overrated, Josh. <laughs> you know, Dave Port- Portnoy <laughs> does some of my best work in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> no one was watching. No <laughs> No, you know who Dave Portnoy is? No. All right, you know Barstool Sports? Oh, uh, 
now they're not like a, a legit sports thing as much as they just like are a comedy sports thing. They are, are they legit? No, they're legit sports. Um, but they put more of a entertainment twist on it than. So they'll tell you what the what the results of the Celtics Nets game was, but they would <laughs> at the same time harp on something stupid like the dude sitting in the first row, you know, whatever what he's wearing, something. You know what I mean? So it's a click clickbait sports deal. Yeah, I mean it, it kind of does. Uh, I don't really read the blog that much, but I follow a lot of the people on Twitter because I do stupid stuff on Twitter all the time. Yeah. I think, don't they start, like, uh, beefs a lot of times? Like, getting a lot of back and forths? Yeah, because because the old old heads don't like them. Because, they're, I mean, they're just... You know, they're irreverent? Yeah, kind of. You know, yeah. they, they go into golf and, and they... It's just, it's just a new... It's a new way of reporting the news and talking yeah. about this. Or Which, reporting sports. Yeah, and it could be me getting old, but I will be honest with you, you know, you know, using, you know, being irreverent as comedy is getting about as played out as using uh, irony for comedy has. But I I think the point being is, though, is I think they're probably the original. I think people are imitating them. But do you agree? Like a lot of stuff's just getting played out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So played. But here's out. here's why Barstool is probably it's Barstool is their is their CEO. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean they basically go the way that he goes. Um and he he and uh Roger Goodell have this ongoing beef with each other. Uh and it started back in the draft of uh a few years ago, uh, Goodell ignored him or had him arrested or something like that at the draft or kicked out of the draft. He had a press pass, but they kicked him out. Yeah. And then had him arrested. So then he goes to the Super Bowl, and uh, and Goodell officially banned him from any NFL event. So he makes it a point to sneak into the oh, Super Goodell Bowl. Goodell rules with iron fist, doesn't he? Yeah. So <laughs> he makes it a point. <laughs> He makes it a point. It's so like you hate it and you love it at the same time. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. They made a they made a shirt with it's just a, a turquoise shirt with Goodell's face, and they put a big red clown nose on him. And uh, anytime, anytime a coach gets in trouble like Belichick, they send mm-hmm. him that shirt. Well, when Sean Payton got suspended, Sean Payton wore that shirt. <laughs> he wore it. He wore it underneath his his Saints jacket or cover up or whatever, yeah. so you could just see the red nose and the gray and the turquoise. If you didn't know what it was, you wouldn't know what it was. But a but, lot of people knew what it was. But Barstool Sports saw it, wrote a blog about it, and pointed it out. So essentially, Sean Payton, you know, was wearing that shirt. Anyway, I say all that to to say this. During the draft, Roger Roger Goodell opened a charity auction for a chance to watch Monday Night Football with him in his man cave. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Dave Portnoy won that charity auction. <laughs> Oh my goodness! 
in that charity auction to watch. And he was going to, he was, I mean, he was going to GoPro it. He said, I mean, it's just obviously the greatest thing you'd want to watch, obviously. Because anyway, fast could, forward to. Honestly, about, he could be some great PR for Goodell if he handles it well. Well, here, then, and that's the thing. Flash forward to last week, Goodell canceled it. Yeah. Pulled, so the money doesn't go, in, go to the charity. Uh, so he's not technically charged for it. But mm-hmm. Goodell canceled it. Said his background uh, background check didn't pass or something like that. <laughs> Found out who you were. Background That's exactly check. what. Well, <laughs> I thought that I was the, from a trolling perspective. Like that was the greatest troll job ever. Yeah. I don't think I would have done it though. I would have sent one of my guys in. Yeah. And tech, and then I would have been controlling that dude from the inside. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I would send you in there, but I'd be texting you with things to say and talk about. I'd definitely <laughs> send you my t-shirt with the clown nose on the, the clown nose. In there. But I just thought it was funny. I appreciated oh, yeah. the $250,000 troll job. Oh, yeah. Well, so, uh, you know, here's something kind of gross and funny. <clears throat> so Brittany had like wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Dude you can't start a story with like You want to hear something gross and funny And then the first thing he says is So my wife So so, so my wife <laughs> She uh She had An ear impaction Do you know what an ear impaction no. is uh-uh. <clears throat> Basically means she jabbed a q-tip in her ear Instead of pulling the wax out, she pushed it in. And uh, I guess she did a, I guess she was like a, a lot, a lot. And she couldn't hear for a long time. And she kept thinking she just needed like her ear to pop. And finally she decided to go to the doctor. And this is like after months. And uh, a PA like tried to get some of it out. And was just like, I think you need to go to like a specialist. So she goes, <laughs> she, she comes to me and she's like, you know, they said that I might need to go to a specialist, but. She's like, I need you to, uh, like, can you try to, like, clean it out for me? Like, let's see if we can get it out. And so we were going to put peroxide. So she, like, laid down, and, like, I, I poured peroxide in her ear, and it just starts, like, volcano bubbling, just <laughs> just coming out and everything. And I'm wiping it and putting a little bit more peroxide in there, and I get a little flash out looking there. I'm like, man, look pretty, look pretty nasty. <laughs> it looked pretty gross. I was like, it looks pretty nasty up in there. And uh, I kept telling her, I was like, man, I was like, you need to, uh, I was like, after you do the peroxide, put a little alcohol in your ear and like kind of clean it out and then, then dump it out. And the alcohol, unlike water, will just evaporate. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that way you don't get any fluid in your ear or whatever. Anyway, so she's like, well, she's like, uh, I was like, just come to the bathroom. So, and I've done this before where I take like a cap and I, I like the cap off the alcohol bottle and I pour the alcohol in it and I just dump the, a cap full in my ear. Uh-huh. That way it's not that much. And uh, so she's like all leaning her head. <laughs> no lie, man. I, d- I dumped this cap full of alcohol in her ear, but her head was leaning the wrong way and it just drains down her face and into her eye. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, was like, and I was like, I was like, lean your head back. You got your head tilted wrong. And she says, you're such a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I was 
her trying to wipe it out. I mean, <laughs> she didn't cry. She's tough, but oh, she was just like, "You're such a dummy." <laughs> just alcohol just went right in her eye, man. I uh, felt bad rubbing alcohol. Oh because, man! And remember when Chandler told Joey to stop pushing the Q-tip when he feels resistance? <laughs> I don't feel like we have to tell you guys that. <laughs> Oh, anyway, she ended up going to the specialist, and they got, like, a bunch of wax out of there, she said. Because I, I I, guess, I, I don't know, I guess maybe it keeps building up over time, too. But yeah, she was, like, hard of hearing forever. So Yeah, man, you got to clean that stuff out regularly. Like, it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah pretty rough, man. How do you it's clean your ears out? Just a Q-tip after I get out of the shower. Yeah? Or my yeah. fingers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my fingers at the office just picking my ears you know what does a good job of getting it out what's that my uh my earbuds when i work out oh yeah I mean, it just kind of goes in there doesn't yeah, it? yeah usually when i pull those things out i have to wipe them off on my shirt isn't before that gross? I, I put them in yeah, my charge gross? yeah i hate your boots better <laughs> And you see, like, these people, like, grab it, like, in a movie or something. They'll grab an earbud and listen to something together. I'm like, hey, you're nasty. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're nasty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, people <laughs> who share headphones are disgusting. We had okay, a, we how had cute a span. you think it is. That's unsanitary. We had a, we had a, a point at our office where uh, um, people's earbuds were getting stolen off their desk. Like, I don't know if the janitor was stealing it or some intern or whatever, but I'm like, dude, that's gross. That's real nasty. Like, why are you stealing headphones nasty. like that? Yeah. So. That is. <laughs> it's not as nasty as a used Kleenex, man. It's nasty. Yeah. Oh. So. Dude, my buddy, now, man. I had a buddy in college who used to get on to us for not using toilet paper twice when we wiped. What? Yeah. He said, you can fold it in half and reuse it. I'm like, nope. <laughs> but okay, like I, I don't care about his stance on that. If he wants to fold his toilet paper, that's fine. I, you know, that's fine. I, I won't even go into whether I do or don't, because I might. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, why did he know that y'all didn't? <laughs> and why did he care he to asked, make it well, an he argument? Yes, like, I mean he just asked y'all were living way too close, man. You know, you know, you know what brought up the conversation? Yeah, honestly. We what? we made it. We made our janitor go on strike. When I say we, the collective people on my floor in my dorm. Yeah, I was not part of it, but because I think this is nasty. But on the weekends, we had guys who there's the first toilet in our bathroom because there's community toilets and and showers in this dorm room or on this floor in the dorms. Our community toilet, the first one, these dudes over the weekend would all pee in it, and they would never flush it. So you just had 20, 30 dudes filling the, the pot up with no, no just, flushing. Just rank. Yeah. And, I mean, you couldn't do any, which, you know, fortunately it was on the other end of the hall from me, but uh, the janitor would just flush it, obviously. You know, you couldn't do it over the weekday because he cleaned it every week, so he just flush it. No big deal. And every Monday, he'd just come in and he'd flush it. No big deal. Some nasty dudes decided they would all take a dump 
in the same toilet without flushing. That's jacked up. <laughs> and I don't know that I could take a dump on another person's dump. I take I that know. back. I've used a lot of Port Johns. I can do it. I've done it. See, I can't. That's See, yeah, I work in construction, though, man. It is. I, know. I mean, no, I can't even tell you how many times I've sat down on a Port John and thought I was maybe going to like stick something down in there to clear a little room. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm just long, saying it gets pretty rank by the end of the by the end of the week. Long story short, over this course of a three or four day weekend, so the janitor yeah. wasn't working for three or four days. Yeah, essentially they got that thing full to the brim. So it was so packed with dookie that there was no water. Yeah, and the janitor. I remember. I remember specifically the janitor came in. And he, he used the mop handle to try and flush the toilet, but there was no water. I mean, it just wasn't going to go down. So he yeah. quit. He went on strike. And see, and, and, and I wouldn't have. What I would have done had I been him, I would have walked in and been like, all right, well, if they're cool with living in this, I just won't come in here anymore. And I well, that, no, When I say he went on strike, he refused to clean our floor whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. Went, to yeah. The, went to the dorm. So who ended up having to clean it? Please tell me your buddies had to and it backfired on them. It wasn't my buddies who did it. This was, these were just random nasty dudes in our... We all thought it was disgusting. Listen, man. Yeah. Like, you're talking about a close group of people. I mean, yeah. you're talking... Did you think it was disgusting when you were adding your loaf to the pile? I never added my loaf. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, that stuff... I don't stuff, know. I trust you. I'm dead serious. Dude, I've never Seems like that's right up Josh Walker's alley. Never pooped in a porta body. Ever for that reason, yeah. yeah. Never, I don't even like peeing in them that much. Stacks on stacks on stacks, man. But yeah, they. I mean, I've, 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 I've had to, I've it's had to disgusting. use some gross places. Yeah, because it was just either that or or the ground. But yeah. those are just you know last oh, case scenarios. But. Yeah, that time we went fishing. Golly, we were stropper fishing. We were out there all day. And we got back, and I was like, guys, I may not make it. I mean, I had to go real bad. And we get back to the boat ramp. We're on Lake Texoma. We've been striper fishing for, I don't know, a few days. And uh, that day, I don't know, man, just something hit me. We, I, I was trying to be cool about it. And, you know, we kept fishing, kept fishing. And then I was like, man, I got to go. I got to go. And we get back to the docks. And, man, I, they just pull up to the bank and let me just jump on the bank and go run up to the little bathrooms. Well, of course, the bathrooms at, at the lake are like a... It's like a wooden shack. And I get in there expecting it to be like an actual bathroom, but it's not. It's just like a fancy porta john. Uh and not, not only a five that, bucket. And not only that, but I guess we're not in season. So no one's been coming up there and cleaning it. And ah. there was a full trash can, a full like toilet of just old stuff, and a dead raccoon. <laughs> and it's all I got. I'm like, uh, I'm like, I can't do this. You know, like the raccoons is too much. So I just, and plus there's no toilet paper. Dude, why don't you just jump in the lake? Well, so I just ran up the hill a little bit and found like a little spot in the woods and, you know, went, right. went, good, old, went good old boy. And uh, of course, didn't have any toilet paper, so I had to rip my sleeves off and uh, just come walking down the hill in the sleeves of the shirt. How many times have you ripped your sleeves off for toilet paper? I don't know. I'm more than once, isn't it? Like I'm, like 
Dude, sleeves are not important. Ask Kenny Chesney. I'm just saying, man. So you think Kenny Chesney doesn't wear sleeves on his shirts because, you know, he likes the beach lifestyle. But actually, it's because there's no bathrooms on the beach and he's having to rip them off. No, man, this is not a big deal. I, I know that. I know. I mean, I know sleeves aren't that important. It's just you find yourself in a lot of what would you precarious, use? precarious pooping situations. What would, you, what would you use? In that situation? I just, I just hang out a lot of uncivilized areas, man. I'm just like, saying. You don't, you don't get very far away from AC. You're like, right, I go true. out in the woods. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, and, that's, that's <clears> and I don't go I down don't your think. little hiking trails that you know everybody's you know walking their dogs and their kids right. down, or You're or right. things that you get a sticker to put on your water bottle about. I go out in the woods that nobody wants to go to. That's where I go. So yeah, sometimes you got to do things. So, but in that situation, I jump in the lake. If, are there any kids around? At the at the lake when we were there, no, yeah. dude. I don't. It wasn't like it was summertime, man. We're talking about like winter time, like probably. I think it was maybe even either late November, or early December, and so yeah, it was like not peak season. Like I said, I don't go places when people are there, man. I'm going there. I'm going there to catch fish and kill animals. All right, I'm not going that there. Situation. The things that I'm going to do in the woods would scare a crunchy mom to death. Uh. Right. So. I'm not going to be a, there when it's popular to be there. Mom? I don't know. I don't even know if they're popular anymore. That was like those moms that like gave their kids like all like, you know, all the only healthy snacks and uh, everything was crunchy. In that in that scenario, I hang it off the boat, and then I probably still use my like like those like those, those people that like juice has too much sugar. You know, yeah, and no, don't give the kids uh, juice. That makes sense. That's a crunchy mom. Yeah, everything's everything's like homemade granola with no sugar, just like dry cereal. Yeah, so I got you. That's anyway, speaking of dry cereal, the janitor goes on strike for two weeks and refuses to clean it up. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and and I think he refused to clean the entire dorm, like the whole dorm. Yeah, because uh, I was I was I remember I was kind of. I was taking showers and, and using the restroom at the field house during that two week span, uh, yeah. just because it got kind of nasty. Anyway, long story short, they brought in a, a dude, and it wasn't a full hazmat suit, but the dude was covered head to toe in yeah. in that, and he essentially cleaned it out. And they had I mean, they had to dispose of it properly and all that. Yeah. But uh, and then the, then the janitor came back and uh, and essentially. Basically, what they said is that we need to know who who did this or who's participating in this because if it happens again, they're paying for the hazmat guy to come in. Yeah, and and all that, and it didn't. I mean, it really didn't take long for everyone to yeah. sell these dudes out. Yeah, because the first was probably mad about too because it was funky. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, dude. Well, the two. I think people thought it was funny when it was happening. Hey, man, get them kids under control. I know. <laughs> but. <laughs> But in all reality, I think everyone thought it was funny while it was happening. Yeah. And everyone thought it was funny that the janitor went on strike. I'm not making fun of the guy. I just think it's, you know, funny that the dude's just like, that's it. And I'm not doing yeah. like, I got standards, fellas. I mean, he's a yeah. cool dude, but he's leading. But I think that two weeks without the janitor, I think kind of woke some people up. Like, how much <laughs> that, that man did for us. <laughs> so we, uh... I'm telling you, man. 
that's you know the, the history of strikes have been very effective when people are like crap man you know it, it, you know if we don't treat the people who do the work right you have to like people have to realize that man like the garbage man to me is the most important man in the community right now yeah yeah and there have been garbage strikes i know yeah, you think about you think about no garbage man showing up so no i know that's what i'm saying yeah, because that's one thing I was worried was going to happen uh, with all this Rona lockdowns that the garbage wouldn't get picked up. And I mean, I fill two trash cans easily in two weeks that's or in a week. Cool. You know, you need to work on your carbon footprint, especially if I if I mow the lawn. You know what I mean? Throwing your grass clippings away. Yeah, the backyard. Pile I, that stuff up, man. I mulch. No, there are too many weeds in it. I've been killing the weeds, so I got to. Yeah. I gotta bag it. My yard's yeah. Looking. I'm trying to figure out what to do with uh with my lawn clippings. Uh, I don't know. It's not that big of a problem though. Anyways, moving on. That, that seems like a very horrible conversation to have when we're trying to entertain people. So something funny did happen though. We got a skink in our house. A what? A skink. What's that? Okay, so you would probably. I had to guess, um, erroneously, call it a lizard. But if they're the little, if they're the little lizards that'll throw their tail. They're kind of slick. Uh huh. What do you mean yeah, throw their tail? Like let it fall like off. They, and grow by? Yeah, like if if you go to catch one, they'll like throw their tail and take off running, and then they'll just regrow their tail. And yeah. I think they do that so that if something's trying to eat them, maybe it'll like eat the tail because the tail just sits there and wiggles. Like you never alligators know. are like that. <laughs> you yeah. to, I'm I'm just gonna my story just quit being relevant whatsoever. You're gonna have to tell me a little bit about these alligators who will just throw their tails off. Uh, they, don't, they don't throw their tails, but they can regenerate appendages. Because there's this one, there's this one YouTube video where a dude throws a chicken to a bunch of alligators, and there's, apparently this blind alligator thought this other alligator's arm was the chicken, so <laughs> so it bites the arm and does the the barrel roll and just rips it clean off. Yeah. And then apparently somebody came on and comforted everyone who was upset because this was on Nature by uh, Nature is Metals Instagram uh, thing. And someone came on and, and assured everyone that that arm would grow back. So I will say my source is Instagram. Okay, okay, Josh. <laughs> so I'll caveat saying it. something will happen and it happening. The same. Are you? There's rumors out there that alligator appendages regrow as well, and that we I do think so it's like I really Deadpool's do. arm is just like this little baby <laughs> arm coming off. I just I don't do. know, man. I do think that that we do study the. I think we need to work on getting a, uh, a a zoologist as a guest and uh, ask them some questions. But anyways, a skink is a lizard looking uh, little lizard. Anyways, so a skink got in the house, and uh, I was like, ah, don't worry about it. You know, if anything, it'll just eat bugs. It's not a big deal. You know, it'll it'll find its way out just like it found its way in. People in Arizona have lizards all over their house. Well. I guess last night 
wife came in, the toddler was chasing it through the kitchen, saying, like saying something to it and trying to catch it. <laughs> Come back. I don't know. I guess she thought she had a pet or a friend. He's just she like trying it. to get away. <laughs> She's just chasing it through the house. Nah, she chased it into the, I think, into the laundry room. And then uh, I guess today Brittany came home and the uh, skink was on the windowsill. And when she opened the door, it like she kind of just stomped her foot and it scampered out. So it's not a big deal, but they're just a lizard. But yeah, it's skink. Look skink. S K I N K. Yeah. Did you look it up? And, uh, You've seen them a hundred times, haven't you? Oh yeah, San Antonio had a bunch of them. Remember, we'd step on you. We'd we try and catch them and grab the tail, and then it'd run off. And you got a tail just sitting there wiggling by itself. Yeah. But correction: alligators do not regenerate appendages. So <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> Somebody trolled I'm glad me. we cleared that up because somebody I seriously trolled. was going to have dreams about that. I mean, somebody, it was going to be that deep in my mind. Somebody trolled Instagram and I fell for it. You got me. I mean, <laughs> it made sense. You know I don't know any way to say this where it doesn't sound like animal cruelty, but it almost makes me want to see if, if that was true. <laughs> It almost won't make me want to see an, an alligator that was still in the process of growing all four legs back and a tail just to but, see how hey, funny man. he looked. I believe I believed it. But his little itty bitty legs and that itty bitty tail. I was just saying, man, it made it, it made it believable because of the skink. Did it? I have skinks, yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, goodness. Quality information. On this podcast. Hey, man, I know we don't got a whole lot of time left, uh, but uh, I got to tell you, if you haven't yet, it's been around forever. Uh huh. You need to get on YouTube and start watching weird movies with Mark. Have you ever heard of it? Uh Okay. I think I kind of have. Have you mentioned it before? Maybe. I may have mentioned it last week. I've been watching it pretty hard lately. So, Weird Movies with Mark, it started off with, it was him and one of his buddies, and I can't remember what it was called. Uh, then it just turned into bad movies, and Mark would review these bad movies. And then he changed it because he said, you know, some of these movies aren't bad. He goes, I mean, he goes, they're bad, but they're that bad that's kind of good. And he always refers to, like, Troll 2 and um, a couple other movies that are, you know, they're obviously bad movies, you know, if you want to be, you know, Serious about it, but but they are entertaining. So it's hard to call them a bad movie because if it's entertaining, then you know it's technically a good movie. So <clears throat> he started calling it weird movies with Mark. And I will say the dude's comedy is pretty solid. What's even more solid is it, I don't know that he knows what he's talking about because I'm not a film guy. It sounds like he understands the process fully, like understands sound, understands cinematography, understands story, plot. Like He sounds like a dude who's, you know, not just been to film school, but knows what he's talking about. Right. And uh, and he breaks down these movies, man. And some of the stuff he reviews is just, it's amazing that this stuff gets made. You know, like Troll 2. Have you ever seen Troll 2? No, I've heard of it, though. 
how does that even like you wonder how it even got made like somebody produced this movie you know someone I know. put yeah. the money for it now granted some of these budgets aren't very aren't very big you know what i mean like, you can tell because like the props they use are they went as cheap as they could and that's part of why the movie sucks so bad but uh man you gotta check it out there he just like I said, for one thing, the movies he reviews, but just also he, he's real funny. But uh, I did notice that a lot of the stuff he um, he reviews, they're you know, it makes you kind of want to go watch them. But I think a lot of these bad movies are kind of notorious for having a lot of really inappropriate stuff in them. You know what I mean? Like, like you wouldn't want to put it on with the kids because they'd probably be like, like it seems like a lot of these like guys making bad movies love to use it as a way to like get girls naked and stuff like that. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of creepy dudes, you know, probably wanting to be a filmmaker just for that purpose. B-rated movies. Yeah. And like B movies where like they try to use nudity to get, uh, to get people to pay more attention to it. You know, it's like, ah, no one right. Oh, but if they think they'll see something, they will. Yeah. Uh, so no, any, sure. that, that's probably how a lot of those movies get made and how they get produced is, you know, they, they just convince them that there'll be something that people will want to watch, but they look like they would be hilarious if you just didn't have to like deal with that. You know what I mean? If you, yeah. you just edit it, edit out like the, the inappropriate stuff. And that's Bad kind for. of the thing about watching weird movies with Mark. What's good about it is. That's kind of what he does. Is he edits it out? Now he does get some language. He at first I didn't notice a lot of language, but uh, he does get a little bit of language. And I know that for our audience, I know we all like the G-rated, top of the dude chain brand of humor. Keep so, it clean. Yeah, comedy for your kids. Yeah, <laughs> on a uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when we stick to poop and fart humor, man. <laughs> It's just a, it's got a charm to it. No, Hollywood is a way to launder money, though. Yeah. Uh, for for everyone, you know what I mean? I can see that. Just put sinking money, like giving some whack director some money just because you need the right. money. Go yeah, through you, pay him, you, you say you pay him 200000 give him 100000 you got 100000 clean money and yeah, and all that. <clears throat> or you, you know, your cousin's the, the set man and you're paying him. Anyway, China, a lot of China money goes through Hollywood. That makes sense. Which is why they're uh, the propaganda source that they are. But yeah. anyway, that's, uh, that's something that other podcasts let me talk about, not this one. I'd prefer to stay away from it. That's why I said <laughs> other podcasts let me talk about it except this one. Oh, man. Well, you had anything good going on this week? Come on. Well, we went to Dallas this weekend, and that was cool. Saw family and old friends and all that. Yeah. Ex-girlfriend. Bye. Sweet. Anyway. What's she up to these days? Don't know. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. If, we, if, if you want to know what my ex-girlfriends are up to these days, you need to ask my wife, because she keeps in contact with them. That's jacked up. I'm not friends with any of my ex-girlfriends on Facebook. My wife is friends with, uh, or has in contact with at least one, maybe two of them. Yeah. She knows more about what's going on with my exes than I do. Yeah. So, anyway. Right. Um, we got our house inspection back, though, today. 
the TRR. Yeah, TRR they do. Prepare. I've replaced two two outlets, one light switch, and I have to wrap some insulation tube around my uh, air conditioning refrigerant tube. That's it. That's it. Good job, man. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Now I think the they only didn't reason... say anything about that patch job you did from when you fell through your <laughs> your ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> So check this. A lot of man fell through that ceiling one time. Check it. Check it. It did actually on the inspection itself shit said shoddy work uh, on patching a hole. Um, It's like we gotta understand how big that hole was. But but I will say this. I had some uh, I had some uh, um, chemicals leak. Uh, and so I have a two and a half car garage with a little shelf in the back. Yeah. <clears throat> so I had some lawn chemicals or something leak, and uh, due to either the extreme heat or the extreme cold, and it just ate. So I couldn't see it because it was it was behind the shelf, but it mm-hmm. ate probably about twenty square feet worth of sheetrock. Oh, really? Yeah. So I took the shelf down to to take it to. Uh, the storage unit set it up so we could put stuff on it, you know, and all that, and and saw that. Um, then I replaced that twenty feet worth and stuck all the mud on it and painted it. Can't even tell there were holes in the wall. Hmm. So, gotten better at that. Good job. But the but it did call out. Shoddy did call work. out my first. Like a... My first shoddy wear, but apparently that that wasn't a big deal, man. They just wanted those electrical outlets were done, uh, replaced, and Looked like a gorilla fell through the ceiling, and they tried to patch it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> hey, but but and then and and then they then they uh uh um they did you know there's insulation around the refrigerant tube, but yeah. it's been it's been damaged. When I say been damaged, probably hit with a weed eater. So there are a couple little gashes in it that's not really affecting the insulation part of it. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think the reason they, they nitpicked on that uh, is because they want us to service the air conditioner. Uh, we had that done in April, so we just had to provide the invoice for that. So Okay. I think I'm going to get out for less than 200 bucks uh, on the inspection repairs. So That's solid. Yeah. I mean, I could, uh-huh. but I did fix everything to get it ready to show. So, I mean, there's yeah. that. So now the house is sold. Can I come get my entertainment center? Uh, <laughs> y'all don't have yeah. to give us that. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna take it or not, man. So, yeah, twenty fourth, man. Thought I'd put come you on by. blast. I'll tell you what, all these people. <laughs> Speaking of that, this weekend <clears throat> I'm gonna need you to help me move a safe to the storage unit. See, here's what's weird about you. If I need to move something that's absolutely heavy, I find the biggest people I know and I ask them to come help me. Yeah. You turn to the biggest squirt you've ever met. <laughs> I'm bring, and ask, I'm him, multiple and ask him to throw his 40-year-old back out. <laughs> I'm going to bring multiple people. Like, you realize you curl what I deadlift? <laughs> I, I just, I just want, I just want you to know that I appreciate 
the opinion of the process All right. in which we should go about it. That's that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> I will say uh, sometimes what I, I will do, ideas. I will. Uh, yeah, be clever probably, when you're little. <laughs> I will probably call in all the favors of all the people that I helped move at one point. You know those don't ever get repaid, man. Plus, you've helped a lot of like elderly people move. True. We helped one girl move one time. She didn't even show up. <laughs> Dude, check this out. <laughs> like the only got- person that wasn't there was the girl whose stuff we were moving. <laughs> Dude, check. There's this. There's this older woman who was who needed someone moved out of her house. It was, I think, it was her sister or something like that. Whatever. Yeah. So the guy who asked me to help her move essentially left town that weekend. Mm-hmm. And whatever the case was, this sweet old lady asked my wife when I was coming over. Yeah. So what happened was she asked this guy, because he's in charge of helping find people move at the church, asked this guy if he could do it. He said, yeah. He texts me, hey, one of these days, sister so-and-so is going to need someone to help him help her move. Are you down? I'm like, sure, I'll help out. She, uh, she calls him. He leaves town, right, and tells her Josh will take care of it. Well, he never told me, so I'm at home. My wife calls. She's like, hey, Sister So-So said you were helping her move today. I went, oh, I am? And so anyway, I show up. I'm like, yeah, I'll show up. I'm the only one there. <laughs> the only one. Oh, man. Did she make you cookies at least? Listen, she was a sweet woman. <laughs> um, she gave my wife some money. Oh, I wouldn't man. take the money, but she gave my wife the money. Yeah. Because uh, I don't like taking money for that stuff. No. Like, I helped my mother-in-law mow a, a large acreage. I, I will you know? say, not taking people's money sometimes offends them, though. Yeah. It, I, you know what I mean? Like, you're trying to, you know, you're, you're trying to say, no, you know, let me just, you know, bless you with my service. I don't get to do right. nice things for people very often. You right. know? And they see it as like, no, you're going to take my money, you know, and they get all mad about it. Yeah. So sometimes no, I, I get understand. it. Your well, wife probably help. understands that, and that's why she took it. I, you're, you're probably right. She does. <clears> She's a little bit more in tune to what people are thinking and feeling you than you that's are. Exactly, that's exactly <laughs> the case. She tends to have better antenna. Uh, but anyway, yeah. And I, when I say moved them by myself, like. Moved them by yourself. Like Absolutely. I, was, I moved. Like, I moved the washer. I just picked up the washer, picked up the couch. There are a couple times I moved myself by myself. Yeah. Like, no, I used to, like, you know, I make fun of myself for being a squirty guy, but I've had to move a lot of other people and myself with not much help. Right. Yeah, like I've, gotten, point, I've gotten a little bit better at it. There was one point where I'm like, I had to, we were moving into our rent house. And someone said they would show up and help me move. And and then they never showed up. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there with a trailer. The only thing that has to come off of it is my couch. And no one's showing up. And my oh. pregnant wife can't do it. 
Yeah, right. Like we we moved into this house when my wife was pregnant, you know. Yeah. And if it wasn't for her parents helping me, I'd be in trouble because Big Cranky wasn't touching nothing. She was, <laughs> you know, yeah. she she couldn't lift. That's my little pet name for her back in those days. She thought I remember doing a lot of the heavy lifting that move too. <laughs> no, you did. You did come help me. You and Austin, y'all, yeah. uh, y'all came and helped me with a couple big items. I remember that. But uh, so. no, so I'm sitting there with a couch on a trailer, and I don't know if this dude's showing up. So I'm, I'm just like, wife can't do it because she's pregnant. So I, I pick the thing up over my head yeah. and walk it in, and she's just looking at me like. I'm like, dude. <laughs> what else can you do? Yeah. And I used to pick up people's washers when we were moving them. I just pick up the washer and walk it in myself just to show off. Yeah. yeah. Be careful doing that these days. Well, yeah. These now, probably not. Now, <laughs> now I just pick it up six inches, make my boy throw the the carpet sliders underneath, and I yeah. just slide it around the house. Now. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm too That's, old for. I love the I love the tile floors in our house. You know they're yeah. uh, they're good for sliding things. Dude, speaking of my son, man. Yeah, we we can close out on this. So the the dude gets smacked by his sisters all the time. Yeah, uh, we we've talked about him. Man, my youngest is smacked him one time and told him to get in the car. Yeah, and everyone feels feels sorry for him. Because he does live with, I mean, he's very, he's a very kind-hearted kid, very yeah. easygoing. I, I absolutely love when he's around because you can kind of count on him to uh, to be good around the little ones. Yeah, you know? he's, I mean, because the other real... kids, you you worry about them running over them and stuff. He pays right. attention. Right. Yeah. He's just he's a good kid, very obedient, very kind-hearted, very soft-spoken. I agree with all those. I mean, things. he gets loud. He gets loud when he gets excited, but but for the most part, man, he's just a he's just a good kid who likes people. Oh yeah, and he is stuck between two of the most aggressive, angry women yeah. I've ever met in my life. Yeah, outside of their mom, and and he just and he gets it. I mean, he just gets the brunt of of their anger. <clears throat> Yeah. And I'm, I'm feeling sorry for the kid because I'm like, he really doesn't have a lot to do with it. It's just he just happens to be at the In wrong fact, If anything, you see him constantly, especially with the younger one, like, you know, being a good big brother. Yeah. Now, you can't do much with the older one. Now, but here's the thing. Here's what I caught him doing, though. Uh-huh. That Here explains all this now. <laughs> My youngest has an imaginary friend. Yeah. Named Mesa. Yeah. And he doesn't think I'm listening, but I'm listening to him talk to her. And she's getting she's getting upset. I can hear her start to cry. Like she's getting that little crack in her voice mm-hmm. and all that. Because the boy convinced her that her imaginary best friend liked him more than he liked her. And then he convinced her. <laughs> That her imaginary best friend was having a birthday party that he was invited to, but she didn't. <laughs> and she got, oh. and he got her super upset, man. 
But it was, I mean, it was That's hilarious. Diabolical. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. I'm like, hey, here's my question though: Does the imaginary friend stay with the house? Because you've had issues with that before. Yeah, I don't know. It could be that you got a little little ghost children living in your house. That's that is highly possible. And, and it could be true. There could be a birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's. One. I yeah. just don't see the meanness in your children, you know. Like I, I just don't see that. So I, it makes more sense to me that there is just a little ghost child ghost that has, that's 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 really not a good friend to your daughter, dude. That's highly valid because and my maybe oldest daughter, boy more. My oldest daughter had a best friend, an uh, imaginary best friend named Nina, who who yep. was killed by a bad man, uh, yeah. and she she came up with that at the at a very very young age before very. we. Yep. Before we let her know about it, mm-hmm. the freakiest thing though is she was standing right next to the bed one night and woke my wife up. Not woke her up, like just staring at her. And yep. my wife goes, "What do you need, baby girl?" And she goes, "Nina's here." And my wife's like, "You need to go back to bed. <laughs> you need to, <laughs> you need to take that witchcraft out of the room. Get out of here." But same thing happened with my youngest. She came yeah. in, stood in front of my in front of my wife while she was sleeping, woke her up, and she's like, "Maze is here." And my wife's like, "You need to get that Satan, that Satan worship out of here. Get that out of here." <laughs> yeah, we don't do to that birthday house. party. <laughs> <laughs> nobody yeah. going to that birthday party. Does Does yours have imaginary friends? Or no. Ah. Uh... I don't know, you know, the two-year-old's just now getting to where uh, you're starting to see her play with her imagination. She was very, like, I don't know, it was very hard to get her to, like, pretend for a long time, you know. She, like, I'd be right. like, hey, and I'd start pretending. She'd be like, no, silly. And, like, she'd tell me, like, what it was. Like, she was all about, you know, knowing things. Right. But that's changed here in, like, the last couple weeks. Now it's all about pretending. So, I don't know. It might come. Who knows? But she's got, I don't know, I don't know what brings that on, because, uh, you know, like some kids do and some kids don't. I, and, lying, I, I don't know what brings that on, you know what I mean? It might, so, be, a, might be a spirit from the, the other worlds. Right, right. But no, uh, she hasn't that I know of yet, but yeah. she kind of it imagines that her, she, she just imagines that her toys are like, you know, like she puts yeah. her. You know, well, she puts her stuffed animals out and does stuff with them and things that's like that. Pretend. No, these these girls develop lives for these kids. Yeah. Listen, yeah, man, my 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 my, and it may have been because she's the oldest, but when my first one had an imaginary friend and named Nina and all that, it she had me googling Nina and uh, just trying to sure. find a news story or something out there. Telling you, man, it was freaky. I bet. I bet. Freaky. Oh, we might have the oldest one committed, man. <laughs> anyway, that's yeah, episode. She seems like a pretty good girl. <laughs> anyway, man, that's it. We'll All watch right. y'all next week. All right. Sounds good. Talk Later. to you, Jane. Out.